0: I had so much fun explaining the writing process last week. It is a process we know and we rattle off the steps, but also a process that we may not have fully executed as a way to truly help our students. If you missed it, please go back and listen to that episode first before this one. In today's episode, we are going to continue the writing process talk with some best practice tips to keep in mind when it comes to writing and having kids walk through the writing process. If you're ready to dive into these best practice ideas to keep in mind, I will meet you inside. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is, you guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back. I cannot believe we are already here at another episode of the Literacy Dive podcast where we talk all things reading and writing. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I am excited about today's topic. Now, as I mentioned, last week I shared a thorough walkthrough of the writing process. If the writing process is something that you implement and you feel strong in teaching, please continue with this episode even if you didn't listen to last week's. But if you aren't quite sure that you implement the writing process steps with your students, I would really, really, really want you to pause. I want you to go listen to episode 88 first and then come back to this one. Hopefully you have a better understanding of why we should guide our students to using the writing process as their milestones to getting to the published, finished copy. Now I want to share some reminders if you want the writing process to become second nature to your students where they are flowing from step to step with ease and mastery. Oh my gosh, I can close my eyes and envision it. It just sounds like an incredible dream but this can be our reality. So I am going to share six tips with you. So tip number one, to get this writing process working and flowing and consistent with your students is going to be to use writing props. You want to find a balance between free writing and the structured writing. Most of the writing that's going to need to walk through a process is going to be connected with the structured writing, which oftentimes is connected to a writing prompt. This is also helpful for those students who are actually being assessed on writing. So the writing prompts can and should vary greatly by genre, and this is going to bring variety and exposure to different writing strategies, which our students actually need. I have a freebie that I'm going to share with you. I'm going to touch more on it at the end of this episode, but you're going to be able to find this free sample pack in the show notes, so just know that you can find it there. I don't want to lose you right now. I want to go through these tips, and then I'll talk about it at the end, but I do want to let you know I have a free sample pack for you. But with these writing prompts, it's going to be really important because whenever we're thinking about using those different types of brainstorming techniques, using those different types of leads and conclusions and details and dialogue, sometimes certain genres don't require something that another genre might. So if you can expose your students to a variety of writing prompts, this is going to be key in getting them working at processing what this writing can look like. Tip number two is to write daily. The best way that we can begin the intentional practice of helping students become better and stronger writers while using the writing process is going to be to write every day. When students write daily, their stamina increases. Their sense of organization and flow improves. And this leaves more time for creativity and for trying new skills. Writing daily helps to eliminate the feelings of frustration and overwhelm. Every time there is a gap or series of no writing occurring, it takes a lot of time to ease back into that routine. So when you can prioritize writing daily, it's going to make sure that that process can continually rotate from composition to composition, no matter the genre. Tip number three is to move at the pace of your students. Here, you want to focus on one step at a time so kids can have an opportunity to clearly see what is expected of them. Understand that kids work at different paces and that needs to be recognized and valued and accepted. So this means that if there's a step that needs to be modeled a little more or in a variety of different ways, take the time up front in the beginning to model it. If your students need more hand-holding before being let free, hold their hands. It is much like riding a bike. We would never put a child on a bike and say, go. There are training wheels, and even then you are probably close by in case they wobble and fall over. Well, lots of wobbling is going to happen as students are experimenting and exploring with this writing process. Move one step at a time together, walking beside your students. Let them know that you're there to support them. Let them know that we have these steps because the writing process is massive and we wanna break it apart into tiny bite-sized pieces that we, ourselves, can handle. Don't feel ashamed or embarrassed about reteaching or that your students have not mastered it after one week. This is going to take time, but the consistency is going to pay off in the end. Tip number four, is to conference with your students. Each day, you should be conferring with students, whether it's one-on-one or whether it's in small groups, this is how you're gonna be able to check in and make sure that they're actually walking through the steps and if they've skipped a step or if they weren't thorough enough, you can bring it to their attention and walk alongside them showing them exactly what to do. Trust me. I know that when all students are doing something, like in this instance, writing, this is the perfect time that we want to drink some coffee, we want to check our email, check a text message, or just take a breather and sit down. But we have to be on guard like hawks, scanning the room, being on the floor, and assisting our kids. You can also celebrate when a student has done something like a skill or a strategy that you have been teaching or that you desire. You will only come across that if you are conferring regularly with students and you're able to catch it. When you are actively checking in and kids know that, your students are going to be less likely to skip over steps or rush through their work because they know that you're going to be coming looking at it. You're going to be checking and they want to make sure that they're actually doing what they're supposed to do. So this is actually my favorite part of writing time is being able to connect with them, have a conference with them, and watch their growth and celebrate them achieving their goals. Tip number five is to explain the why. Kids often wonder why they have to do something and without a clear understanding, they don't see the purpose or the reason to having to do it. So try to share the purpose behind each type of writing and what might be needed, as well as the purpose of each step and the role that it plays with the genres, like narrative or informational or opinion writing. You know I love examples. So an example of this, let's take the nonfiction informational writing genre. For this, when you're talking about the why, you want to explain the actual genre and how it works. But you want to take it a step farther, and you want to explain why this is important to even be written. Because reference books, journals, magazines, news articles, those have helped people make better, more educated choices in their lives. When they get that information, they now have the knowledge, and they can make changes that can help them. Let's think about persuasive writing. Well, this is important because if we can make a well-formed argument... We can change the world. So thinking about why brings meaning and purpose to writing. And when there's meaning, we can focus on the steps that will make this the best piece of writing for the purpose that it serves. And those steps are part of the writing process. Their writing can do more than just be turned in for a language arts grade, and you can help them to understand this. Tip number six is going to be to experiment with different writing skills and strategies. It truly might seem easier to just teach one way to do something with the hopes that once it's learned, things are going to operate smooth sailing in your classroom. However, it is not quite that simple. In fact, there is no one strategy that works best of all, and that's because some strategies lend themselves better to some forms of writing and for certain topics, And also for your students, they might have their own personal preferences of how they want to organize their thinking. So it's really important that you allow them to experience that. When one type of strategy will work in one type of writing, a different method and a different approach might be more suitable, effective, and appropriate for another type of writing. Now, in the last episode, I mentioned showing alternative ways of brainstorming and using different types of leads and conclusions, and that supports this tip. You can foster a more diverse and creative atmosphere by allowing your students to make choices and to experiment with a wide variety. But in order for them to choose, they have to be taught their options. Use various anchor charts or provide scaffolded examples for kids to borrow from until they get the hang of it. This will help your students grow and flourish as writers. Your students are going to be able to explore and find strategies that play to their individual strengths, thus helping them find success. This teaches that there are a number of great approaches to respond to any one writing prompt, and they can use their knowledge to make the best choice, the best decision at that time. This truly breeds confidence, It sparks creativity, and this is what we want. I hope the tips that I shared today got you excited about making sure this writing process is instilled within your writing block and your structured writing time. I want to go over the six tips one final time, and anytime you need a refresher, this episode is going to be right here on the podcast waiting for you. Tip number one is to use writing prompts and a variety of different genres. Tip number two is to write daily. Prioritize it. Make it a part of your routine. Tip number three is to move at the pace of your students and do not for one second rush off leaving them behind. Tip number four is to have that intentional conference with your students. Tip number five is to explain the why going deeper to help them recognize that their writing is actually serving a cause and a purpose for their audience. And tip number six is to experiment with different writing skills and strategies because we all know there is no one size fits all when it comes to writing. Different types of strategies and skills might lend themselves better, and we wanna make sure that our students are prepared with their toolbox of different skills and strategies so that at any given time, they can pull something out and be able to use it. I mentioned in the beginning about a freebie that I want to explain, but before I get into that, do you know of anyone who could benefit from listening to this specific episode? If so, please, please, please share this episode with your friends. We are better together, and I hope today's episode produces some writing excitement with you and your teacher besties. I thank you in advance for sharing it. Now, as I mentioned during tip number one, that is to use writing prompts, and I have put together a free sample pack of my popular monthly writing prompts for you to use. While I do like having students write to these to be creative and to find their joy and love for writing, they can also be walked through the writing process by having students select one of their quick writes, and they're going to develop it deeper. I am leaving the free sample in my show notes for you to grab and for you to try out. Feel free to use any of the days that are provided in that pack to hook your students and to get them writing. It does not have to be the actual day that you're writing on, although these do correspond with days of the week, but just choose one. Show them a national day, give them the prompt of your choice, and let them walk it through the writing process. I cannot wait to be back with you next week and head to the show notes so that you can grab that freebie. I'll talk with you next Monday. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.